T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. All right, 909, and uh, I was looking at some highlights from David Njoku and also the Cleveland Browns. Again, I just you know found out about this guy last night because I don't play fantasy football watching the game. But if you watch Cleveland this year, and I don't care if it's Deshaun Watson, I know he got hurt, or um, Joe Flacco, That and even when they run the ball, it all starts with the offensive line. And Cleveland has an outstanding offensive line, and when it comes to the Saints, that has been a problem. And they need to address that. And they, they got some issues that need to be addressed. And it's the NFL. And with salary cap and everything else, it's hard to make a change overnight or in the off season. I'll put it that way. Maybe not so much in college football these days with the transfer portal and so forth. Caroline Fenton joins us now, our friend, host of Locked on LSU. And, and I'll clear this up, too. I got the timeline straight. Because when, when you got New Year's Eve and, and all that stuff and a Saturday and a weekend and college and pro – the Saints play on New Year's Eve, Sunday, in Tampa Stadium, Raymond James Stadium. Then less than 24 hours, LSU takes on Wisconsin on that same field, same stadium, in a ReliaQuest Bowl. So there you go. Saints play on New Year's Eve, then LSU plays on New Year's Day. With that, we welcome in Caroline Fenton. How are you, Caroline? I am good, and I hope you had a very Merry Christmas and Happy Holiday and a Happy Early New Year's to you. I did. How was your Christmas? What did you get? I got a lot of great stuff. Like? Uh, I'm just happy to be with my family. I got a lot of new clothes, so the closet will be uh, busting at the seams a little bit more than it normally is. I got um, a T-shirt and some cologne. All right. There yeah. you go. There you go. I, I lost Stepping like out on the town, smelling good, looking good. I lost eighty pounds this year, so I was busting at the seams. Not anymore. And I, and and a matter of fact, I, I put a note up on the computer yesterday that said, "No more clothing. No more clothing. Don't buy any more clothing." <laughs> um, I probably should take that memo. But congratulations, that's an amazing feat. Losing eighty well, pounds. Well, yeah. Well, tell me about uh, New Year's Eve for Caroline Fenton. What do you do? Watch football? Glued to the TV? A whole lot of football on New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. That's kind of the the best part about this. It feels like a little bit of a limbo period between Christmas and New Year's. Mm -hmm. It's like purgatory of the calendar, but football will get us through. 
you know what? Well said. Jordan, write that down. I want that on a T-shirt. I want a prototype on my desk in 30 minutes. Uh, Caroline Fenton, um, tell me about uh, LSU and I don't know where we start. Let's start about Wisconsin. Let's start with them, and then we'll yeah. go back to LSU. What, what can we expect from this Wisconsin, uh, Wisconsin Badger team? What yeah, you know, you know Wisconsin has a top 25 defense in all of college football. Um, excuse me, a top 50 defense in all of college football. But I, I always think that that can be deceiving because it's not apples to apples. Like mm-hmm. you just mentioned the Saints. When you're comparing defenses in the NFL, I think that's a pretty fair comparison because it's a pretty fair playing field. But when you're in college football, you're not playing the same strength of schedule. In mm-hmm. fact, there can be even a team in your own conference that has a drastically different strength of schedule than you do. Looking at Wisconsin, they have one of the lower strength of schedules in college football. And you look at some of the best teams that they've gone against, well, it was really only Ohio State. That was it. I mean, Ohio State turned the ball over twice against Wisconsin. And Ohio State still found a way to win by double digits. So I think that when you look at Wisconsin's ranking in terms of total defense, that's overly inflated because they're going up against the offenses of the Big Ten. You look at offenses like Iowa, one of the worst offenses in all of college football. Uh, Ohio's, Ohio, excuse me, Wisconsin's defense hasn't necessarily been challenged too much throughout this season. So I don't think that this Wisconsin team should be something that's overly menacing to an LSU team that is returning a majority of its talent, really only Jaden Daniels is the only player that they're not going to have. And, of course, that's Jaden Daniels, the Heisman Trophy-winning quarterback. That's not going to be something that's easy for LSU to overcome. But you get a veteran in Garrett Nussmeyer that's able to take over for his first start in an LSU uniform. The other side of that is, you know, Brian Kelly was speaking with the media and said we expect to have everyone that we had available against Texas A&M. However, that's not entirely true. It was reported by Shea Dixon that true freshman offensive tackle Lance Hurd did not make the trip. So when I first, and this is, you know, a five-star recruit. This was a building block, a foundation of LSU's future moving forward. So when I heard that Lance Hurd wasn't making the trip, I thought, okay, that could be one of a few things. One is maybe he's hurt. Mm-hmm. He's just not able to make the trip. Or got academic the second, trouble. Yeah, that's absolutely trouble. But the second is maybe he's considering transferring. Uh, Maybe he's not making the trip because he's not fully committed to his future at LSU. Billy Yambody, who covers uh, covers LSU for the Bengal Tigers, said that it's you know he's just not his future at LSU is uncertain. So I think he's holding back, kind of weighing his options. He still has you know, a few more days to enter the transfer portal. That transfer portal closes on January 2nd. That's one thing to keep an eye on moving forward is this true freshman dynamo tackle, Lance Hurd, how he has not made the trip to Tampa. Why why would he be thinking of transferring? I, you know, that's – I always say it's, it's for a few reasons. Um, one could be playing time. Mm-hmm. Lance Hurd could be looking at the two tackles ahead of him in Emory Jones and Will Campbell going into their final years at LSU. Lance Hurd in his second year, he might want to be a starter, and he might not see that path at LSU. The other thing could be just he's unhappy at LSU or he's unhappy with the coaching staff. Nothing that I have heard from, you know, Lance Hurd's people or or any, you know, the rumor mill 
would lead me to believe that he's unhappy with the coaching staff. You look at Brad Davis. I think he's one of the best offensive line coaches in all of college football, but that's my opinion. His opinion absolutely could be different, but I think that the culprit could be playing time and the fact that he's standing behind two really good veterans and Emory Jones and Will Campbell is a future first-rounder. Where's he from, do you know? Uh, Lance Hurd, that is a really good question. Um, I'm just wondering about the fit with Baton Rouge and southeastern Louisiana, uh, south Louisiana and all that stuff. I guess it would be southeastern. I don't know why that is escaping me. Uh, Monroe, Louisiana. He's from, he's from Monroe. Yeah, he went to, yeah, he went to so, high school with Will, Will Campbell. That's right. Yeah, he went so, to Neville. So he knows about Louisiana. So, okay. Well, we'll have yeah, to see how that Louisiana plays out. Kid. So we do know that LSU's defense has had some problems this year. Let's talk about the Wisconsin yeah. offense. The Wisconsin offense, really, it's, uh, it's it's nothing to be too concerned about. Wisconsin's offense, it's not a top 25. It's not a top 25. Uh, it's not a top 50 offense. They won't have two of their top running backs who have chosen to opt out for the bowl game. And as what we know about Wisconsin, what we know about the Big Ten, is that's more, you look at some of the Big 12 offenses or some of the Pac-12 offenses, even some of the SEC offenses, very aired out, very pass-heavy that's not going to be the case with Wisconsin's offense. They don't tend to air it out. They tend to run, run, run the football. Um, and that, that's something that LSU's defense has struggled against, is against the run. Um, LSU's defense has struggled against everything. But really, LSU's greatest weakness defensively is in the secondary and it's stopping the pass. So, you know, and I don't mean to sound so laissez-faire about this Wisconsin team. It's a talented team, and any yeah, team, you, especially— You're sounding that way to me, Caroline, with, with the LSU defensive backfield. You are sounding that way to me, but go ahead. It would be LSU defensive back, backfield is horrendous, yeah. truly horrendous. Um, and and, and any, I think anything is going to be a challenge for an LSU defense that has struggled as much as it has this season. But this Wisconsin offense is nothing like Alabama that LSU has seen so far this season. Texas A&M, even in Texas A&M, doesn't even have that that fantastic of an offense. But I would take uh, Texas A&M's offense over Wisconsin's, just based off of what have I what I have seen. Okay, because I know they had some trouble tackling with Texas A&M. Oh, they've had trouble tackling against everybody. They had trouble tackling against Grambling. They had trouble tackling against Army. They're going to have trouble tackling against uh, against most teams on their schedule. See, I led you into saying that because I'm still worried about Wisconsin and tackling whoever it is that has the ball. That's the only reason I said that. And, and totally, totally a fair concern. And the, the difference here is throughout the entirety of the season, even when LSU's defense gave up a touchdown, you still could not get overly concerned because you thought, okay, we're okay. Jaden's got it. Mm-hmm. Jaden can lead us down the field. You don't have that security blanket anymore. So that'll be a, a fun test to see with Garrett Nussmeyer, and it, which is crazy. He has yet he hasn't started a game since December of 2020. That is absolutely crazy to me. That is. Uh, so he gets his first start in a Tiger uniform. So what he does with it, if we can start to see that same level of confidence, being able to navigate this offense as well as Jaden Daniels did, can Nussmeyer kind of start to take that over and start to take over the offense and have a sense of ownership of it, putting his own spin on it, not having that ability of his legs that Jaden Daniels did, but having a heck of an arm. It'll be fun to see Garrett Nossmeyer take over as the captain of this offense. You know, as you say that, I realize that college football players now can, what, you have like 10 years of eligibility, I think it is. You get to play until you're 30 and then retire. It kind of feels like it these days. Man. It does now that we're seeing some quarterbacks take their 
seventh, eighth year of eligibility, it really feels like there's no end in sight for some college football players. He's a he's a surgeon, for God's sake. He's a board-certified surgeon. He's been in school so long. Um, tell me about, um, compare and contrast Garrett Nussmeyer from what we've seen of him with Jaden Daniels. Yeah, so Jaden Daniels, what we all know, it's, it's his legs. And in year two, he really added a, a fantastic element of the deep ball. I think he threw the best deep ball in all of college football. The accuracy, the arm strength, but he also had that second layer of his legs. That if the first three wasn't there, if he didn't like what he saw in the past game, he could just run. And it wasn't just running just to escape pressure. It was running with a plan. And it was running to be able to pick up the first down. Garrett Nussmeyer, I do not, from what we have seen, Garrett Nussmeyer doesn't have that element with his legs. And look, not many players do, because that's what made Jaden Daniels so special. That's what made him a Heisman Trophy candidate was because he could run the football so well. Garrett Nussmeyer does not have that ability. But what he does have is that gunslinger mentality where he's able to drop back, he can go through those progressions, and if he sees a guy open 50 yards downfield, he's probably going to let his receiver make a play on that ball. And another thing about Garrett Nussmeyer is, while I say he doesn't have that ability with his legs, he has that scramble ability. I think it's a really unique ability for a lot of quarterbacks. We saw it with Joe Burrow in his time at LSU, that he would run to escape pressure but still could make plays. Look at the SEC championship game last season. There was one throw in particular where Garrett, there were Georgia defenders all over Garrett Nussmeyer. He ran to the left. He ran to the right. He scrambled back to the left, and he made a 40-, 50-yard completion. Garrett Nussmeyer is able to do that, and he's able to make uncomfortable plays. I don't think that Wisconsin's defense is going to put the same amount of pressure on Garrett Nussmeyer that maybe Georgia did in the SEC championship game last season, but still really fun to be able to see kind of the, the gears work on the run and make uh, and make the off-platform throws that we've seen Garrett Nussmeyer be able to make. But oh. it's a big, big arm. I think that's the moniker of Garrett Nussmeyer. How many years of eligibility does Garrett Nussmeyer have left? I believe he has two. For some reason, this is the most difficult thing in college football. Well, it is because you say how many years of eligibility a player has. But he's been at LSU for three. He redshirted the first year. I believe he's got two years left. He hadn't started since 2020. That's what you said, right? Correct. And his next start will be in 2024, and he's still got two years after that, right? I believe so, the 2024 and 25 season. That's crazy. All right, we'll take a break, pick it up here with Caroline Fenton when we come back, host of Locked on LSU. When we come back, we're going to talk about um, some players who haven't gotten much time so far this season. We could see on the field against Wisconsin what um, uh, my uh, Brian Kelly's going to try to accomplish for next year because it's a bowl game, but you do want to see what you got for next year as well. Talk about transfer portal and also Mike Denbrock left for Notre Dame, where Brian Kelly came from. What about LSU's offensive coordinator situation? So a lot coming up. Y'all got any questions? 504-260-1870. Back in a flash, WWL. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. 927, talking to Caroline Fenton, host of Locked on LSU. You know, we're talking off the air, Caroline, about Garrett Nussmeyer, who did it the traditional way and redshirted and and sat on the bench and and waited his turn to play and now he's got two years of eligibility left and and you got to hope it pays off for him but with that being said transfer portal hasn't LSU already brought in a quarterback LSU has brought in a quarterback LSU brought in transfer from Vanderbilt AJ Swan um and I had said for a long time I said look LSU needs to bring in a quarterback because before AJ Swan transferred in it was Garrett Nussmeyer and then who will be a redshirt freshman in Ricky Collins in the 2024 season and true freshman Colin Hurley. You were one Garrett Nussmeyer away from handing the ball to Ricky Collins, who has only thrown the ball twice in that came against Grambling. He redshirted this past year. He has very, very, very little experience. I wouldn't have felt comfortable with LSU season potentially being put into the hands of a young Ricky Collins. And that's yeah, I mean, nothing against his I'm, ability. That's nothing against his future. It's just he doesn't have experience. And your knee injury away from that happening. You can't have that. You cannot have that. You cannot put your team in that position. You can't put Ricky Collins in that position. So A.J. Swan, I believe, was brought in. He's a, he's a quarterback that has 17 games of starting experience, 12 games of starting experience, 17 games of experience in his two years so far at Vanderbilt. And look, he struggled this past year. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. He struggled turning the ball over. But he also didn't have an offensive line at Vanderbilt. He had two really good pass catchers in Will Shepard, who is now uh, who is now transferred away, and also London Humphreys, who transferred to, uh, to Georgia. Um, so he had two good pass catchers. But overall, that was a Vanderbilt offense that struggled a lot. They let go of their offensive coordinator at the end of the season. So I'm excited to see how A.J. Swan can kind of take his raw ability. He has a huge arm. How he can take his raw ability and develop it at LSU. But I look at A.J. Swan as kind of an insurance policy and a little bit of competition for for Garrett Nussmeyer in the the quarterback room. And as we talk about the non-traditional path of college football, Max Johnson goes to Texas A&M for a year. Now he's moved on to North Carolina. Yes, yeah, on to North Carolina. 
And I don't, I, I don't blame Max Johnson. I really don't. He left LSU in the midst of a co- coaching change, went to Texas A&M. He got to play with his brother for a couple of years and yet another coaching change in College Station. Um, I think North Carolina provided just a little bit more stability. And also his brother, Jake, transferred to North Carolina as well. So he'll get to play with his brother at North Carolina. That's just the, the day and age of college football that we're living in. Garrett Nussmeyer is the is the unicorn in that situation. He stayed through a coaching change. He stayed through three years where he was the backup, and he probably could have been a starter really anywhere else in the country. Look at Auburn, how much they struggled with their quarterback situation. And look at Mississippi State, how much they struggled with their quarterback situation. Florida, he's even another one. Garrett Nussmeyer decided to stay because he wanted to play for LSU. But I don't, uh, and I, I admire the heck out of that with Garrett Nussmeyer, but I never look down on a player that wants to find the best situation for themselves moving forward. Did you hear that? It, it's Jimbo Fisher laughing all the way to the bank. Yeah. Well, yeah. hey, he can count his millions. Uh, I will. Uh, I, I hope that he enjoys his days on the beach, his days, you know, wherever he's relaxing, because he's going to have a whole lot of days of relaxing ahead of him. Europe, who knows? He's got to get the world body. You know what? Let's talk about Mike Denbrock leaving for Notre Dame, LSU yep. offensive coordinator. Where does that leave him for the bowl game? What about next season? Have we? Do, do you know who Brian Kelly would be looking at to bring in? Yeah, it really, that was a shock to me when Mike Denbrock decided to leave. And, of course, whenever he left, my, my mind went swirling into sheer panic of, you know, is there animosity between he and Brian Kelly? Is he looking at the quarterback room? Or is he looking at this offense that's left without Jaden Daniels and the league neighbors and Brian Thomas? And he's saying, I'm going to get the heck out of here. Mm-hmm. From everything that I have heard, that is not the case. From everything that I have heard, Mike Denbrock and his family, they just love South Bend. Mike Denbrock loves Notre Dame. You know, he's to go from back. Michigan. Mm-hmm. He just wanted to go back. He wanted to be closer to home. He's Midwestern born and raised. He wanted to go back home. And also Notre Dame is offering him a very pretty penny to do so. So wish uh, wish Mike Denbrock nothing but the best moving forward. But it's absolutely a hit to LSU. It hurts LSU to have an offense, the number one ranked offense in America. And then you not only lose your quarterback and your receivers, you also lose your coordinator. But for the bowl game, that leaves two co-offensive coordinators, Joe Sloan, quarterback coach, and Cortez Hankton, the wide receivers coach. They will serve as co-play uh, co callers for the bowl game. But moving forward, I mean, that's a, a massive role that Brian Kelly has to fill. I think that Joe Sloan, LSU quarterback coach, is absolutely in the running for that, and rightfully so. You know, you look at the the progression that Jaden Daniels made from year one to year two. Credit Joe Sloan for that, and credit to to Mike Denbrock. Credit to Jaden Daniels himself for putting in the work. But that was was largely due to Joe Sloan. So I think that he deserves to get a look at that. And you know, who else is out there that you could look at? I absolutely would have loved Kirby Moore, the offensive coordinator at Missouri. He just signed an extension at Missouri. You know, Will Stein is another one at Oregon that I think has been a a genius offensive coordinator. But those are all kind of, you know, wish list items. Those are more so shooting for the stars. Not so sure how quite realistic those would be um, as legitimate options to be offensive coordinators at LSU. What's going to happen on the defensive side with coaching? Man, uh, I can talk about how I what I hope will happen, mm-hmm. um, and I hope they they decide to move on from Matt House. 
I hate saying that because that's a man with a family mm-hmm. and I'm calling for his job, but the, the defense was just that bad this past year. There's accountability. And sticking with the status quo is just not good enough, especially when the status quo is the worst in school history and one of the worst in all of college football. It just you, you need to hold yourself accountable and you need to shake things up. You need a new, fresh mind. I I do wonder if Brian Kelly has decided to wait until after the bowl game to move on from Matt House. If he does not, if there's nothing announced after the bowl game, or I would say maybe a couple days after the bowl game, that Matt House, that there's no news on Matt House, and I would say let's assume that Matt House will be retained, but most likely with some staff changes. Mm-hmm. Um, but as you say that, you know, I mean, it is a production-oriented business, and if you look at Spagnola, he had the worst defense in the history of the NFL. He's thriving now in Kansas City, so it doesn't mean that that's necessarily a bad thing for the person, right? And it could mean that it's it's more of an indictment or maybe positional coaches. Or it's more of an indictment on talent that Matt House was working with rather than Matt House himself. Because the strange thing to me is LSU's defense was really quite good last year under Matt House. And Matt House didn't even have Matt Smith, uh, Matt Smith Mason Smith in the, uh, in the 2022 season. Mm-hmm. So it's awfully puzzling to me. Um, but I, I do think that Matt House is a, a smart defensive mind. But this year was just that bad. But that's enough that, uh, that that might cost you your job. So what about um, recruits that are enrolled and been able to take part in practice at LSU? What do you know about what's going on there? Yeah, so there is a thing called early enrolling where if you you, know, you finish up high school and you designate to, to enroll early, then you're able to start practicing with the, with the team in the spring. Um, so LSU has a few early enrollees. A lot of those are coming from in-state kids. And a lot of it is just getting in, learning the coaching staff, learning what's expected of you, learning what life is like as a college student at LSU and learning what life is like you know, as a college student trying to balance football. Um, you see a lot of really good return on players who decide to enroll early because they're, you know, four, five, six months ahead to players that are coming in in June or July uh, and you know, kind of in the normal designated period. Let me um, ask you about what Brian Kelly is set. What do you think he wants to accomplish in this bowl game? Because fans want to win the game, right? But Brian Kelly's got to be looking at a lot of different things. He's got to be looking at evaluating talent for next year. He's got to look at playing, be looking at playing time. Malik Neighbors, first of all, is going to play till he breaks the record and then get dressed and go home, or what? Yeah, I mean, I think that is one of the priorities is is making sure that Malik Neighbors gets his receiving yards record. Uh, He is just short of just. 40 short of the record. So I think that he's going to be, uh, knock on wood, that he's going to be able to get that done. So that's one of their priorities. One thing that Brian Kelly has talked about really for a good bit of the season is how important 10 win seasons are. Where, you know, you, you want to go to the college football playoff. You want to go to the SEC championship game. But 10 win seasons are nothing to scoff at. Mm-hmm. If they win on New Year's Day, then it'll be back-to-back 10-win seasons for Brian Kelly in his first two years at LSU. That's something that means something to him. That's something that means something to that locker room and to that coaching staff. So that's something that they want to do, that this that they want to win this football game. They want to be able to step away and say, okay, we finished the season 10-3. and It's really impressive with a bowl game victory end the season on a positive note, but also with every bowl game, it's a double-edged sword, right? You want to Make sure that you win the game, that you end the season on a high note, 
but you also want to make sure that you're starting to see some from some of your younger players. You know, one that we're going to see a good bit of on New Year's Day that I'm really excited about is uh, is a five-star true freshman, Deshaun Womack. Now, he's seen some some work this past season. Deshaun Womack had a really timely sack against Arkansas late in the game and another against Texas A&M. So we've seen what he can do, and he is really fun to watch. Look for him at the Jack linebacker position. So that means the, the outside linebacker position, the true edge rusher position. We're going to see him play that position uh, really for the first time this season. So that'll be fun to kind of see him and how he comes to form and kind of evaluating him. Another one offensively to look for is Shelton Sampson. He redshirted this past year. He's a five-star true freshman wide receiver from Catholic High in Baton Rouge. We really didn't see anything from Shelton Sampson this past year, but with Malik Neighbors and Brian Thomas leaving, I think we can start to see Shelton Sampson's role grow as a receiver, and we'll start to see that on uh, New Year's Day against Wisconsin. Who, how does that work with redshirting in bowl games? If you play in a bowl game, does you can still redshirt for the prior season or not? So you, you know, redshirting, you just, you can play for four games. Four games. Elton Samson would still have redshirt, would still have redshirt ability if he played in the bowl game. But the bowl game counts for the previous season, not the one coming up, right? Yes, that's okay. correct. All right. And any other players you, you we can look for didn't have a lot of playing time uh, in, during the season that could uh, Brian or Kelly give some time to evaluate we can watch for? Yeah, I think that another one that you can watch for is um, true freshman running back Caleb Jackson. Another one is true freshman running back Trey Holly. We saw a decent bit of Caleb Jackson. If you watched the spring game this past year, Caleb Jackson had two touchdowns at the spring game. I thought, okay, this kid's going to be special. Caleb Jackson saw a good bit of work later in the season when when the, the running back started to drop like flies uh, due to injury. So I'm really excited for what Caleb Jackson can do and excited what his role looks like moving forward. Trey Holly as well. You're losing a good bit of, of talent in the running back room. Depends on what Josh Williams decides to do. Josh Williams said that he is considering coming back to LSU in 2024, but it still opens the door for competition for the young guys in the running back room. So I'm excited to see how the running backs are used. Do they decide to use one designated running back, or is it more of a running back by committee? Excited to see those true freshmen, Trey Holly and Caleb Jackson. All right, so Brian Kelly wants to win 10 games. Malik Neighbors wants to break the record. Malik Neighbors breaks the record early, but Brian Kelly needs Malik Neighbors perhaps later in the game to win the game and get 10 wins. What happens? I think they would put Malik Neighbors out there. Um, But that's also an opportunity for some young guys to prove themselves as well. You're not going to have Malik Neighbors to save you next year. As much as we all wish that we did, you're not going to. So that's that's the question. Does Brian Kelly decide to use Malik Neighbors because you have him, throw him out there, let him have his last swan song, see him, you know, get a game-winning catch, a game-winning touchdown, game-winning drive one last time? Or do you say, hey, Malik, you got your numbers. We're so happy for you, but we're going to move forward with some of these young guys and see what they can do. If I'm Brian Kelly, frankly, I use Malik Neighbors while I have him because I don't get him. I don't get a Malik Neighbors very often. Uh, maybe at LSU we're a little bit more lucky because we get to see generational talent 
of, of wide receivers once in every few years. We saw that with Malik Neighbors and Brian Thomas and Jamar Chase, Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson just a few years ago. Um, if I'm Brian Kelly, I use him while I have him, but I understand the value in letting some young guys get those big plays, get those, those game-on-the-line opportunities and making him that much more uh, polished for next season. And there's Malik Neighbors' side of it, which is, I got the record, I'm one play away from maybe something bad happening, so... I'd rather not. Thank you, Caroline. I appreciate your time. Happy New Year, okay? Thank you. Happy New Year. Be well. Caroline Fenton, host of Locked on LSU. we come back. We'll talk to Bobby Ventura from TakingVegas.com. 942, Tommy Tucker, WWL, 18 till 10. Let's look at traffic now on WWL. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 